Gentlemen, start your engines. Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And uh, Greg's not with us this morning. He's uh, under the weather. Had him for a week. Lost him again. So uh, he's uh, hope hope we can get him back next week. But he did get us a good guest at eleven o'clock. Oh, he did. Yep. And I've, we've never had John Roberts before. Mm-hmm. John Roberts is a a Fox sportscaster. Uh, he did a race hub, I think, for quite a while. And he's on. He has a show now on. Sirius XM Radio, um, and I shouldn't know the name of that, but I don't have it down in front of me, but I'll get get it before we get him on the air, and he's uh, he's very knowledgeable, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to him. Well, talking about Le Mans, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, Ronnie, but they had the pit crew competition, uh, I guess it was Wednesday, and the NASCAR team with the Camaro won. Really? But that's that's fantastic. But they were the only team that didn't have pneumatic jacks for the car. They had a guy hop over the wall with a, you know, like NASCAR. A lug wrench. And he still, no, not a lug wrench, a jack. Oh, a jack, the, jack, yeah. The jack man, because, you know, the Oh, yeah, because they have the little thing that shoots them up in the air. Pneumatic, pneumatic. Yeah, built pneumatic into the jack. car. Yep. Well... The Camaro doesn't have that, but they won the pit crew race anyway. Good. And I was reading some accounts of it, and uh, not only did they win the pit crew race, they um, uh, they finished, I think, second overall. But in their, excuse me, in their class, they won. So uh, that, I thought that's pretty impressive. Pretty amazing. <laughs> you have to excuse me. I have trouble sometimes coughing. But it's going to be especially bad today, Ronnie, because I've had a cough all week, and it has nothing to do with talking on the radio. I just, uh, I've had, I don't know if you've ever had it, like you were just right on the edge of a sore throat. Needed one more good cough. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you it know, doesn't come. Like you know, you're gonna, you're gonna get a sore throat, and you can feel it, but it just never quite shows up. And I've been like that since about Tuesday. So, anyway, I think it, we've been getting air quality advisories even down here, because. Have you seen pictures from the uh, northeast, like up around New York, New Jersey? There was one day they showed a time lapse of New York City. That must have been about Wednesday or Thursday, and it was unbelievable. And uh, I mean, at the height of it, which I guess must have been about four or five o'clock, when I guess the sun was getting ready mm-hmm. to go. I mean, it looked like they were comparing it to Mars. Well, I say, it looked like a, one of the apocalypse movies you yep. would see. I mean, it was it was red. And yeah. You could barely see across the uh, across the river to the city, and it was pretty weird. But I think that they, they canceled some ball games too. But I think they got it straightened. Uh, they didn't straighten it out. Mother Nature did. Yeah, because this is coming primarily from wildfires in Canada, and they must be some horrendous wildfires because I've heard people from the northwest of the United States 
where they have tons of wildfires, say that they'd seen nothing like they've seen in New York City. Well, the thing about it is the, just the way the, I think there was like a, I'm no weatherman. <laughs> I got a weather rock at home. You know how that works. I know how it works. But uh, the uh, the weather, there was like a high pressure system or something, and it just, it just was shooting all that stuff down here. Right to us, and uh, it's moving out. But I know they canceled some uh, New York Yankees games. They were getting ready to cancel the Belmont Stakes. They weren't letting kids out for recess. And I know that was tough. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, it was – there's some other things went on this week that we don't talk politics, but it's been a a weird week, that's for sure. So – Welcome to Start Your Engines. We are going to uh, try to cover everything in two hours today, plus talk to Deb Williams at 1020 and John Roberts at, at 11. But I wanted to mention now, going back to Le Mans, and if, you, if you've got... Motor spec- Trend TV. Well, on Spectrum, it's Channel 82, and it's solid from 9 o'clock this morning until 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like an hour before it started and an hour after it's over. Uh, so that's 26 hours of coverage, and I was watching it before I left. And who do you think dropped the green flag? Wait a minute. I heard, but I can't remember. LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, and I tell you what, you would wonder I, what kind of following he would have in France, but I'm telling you, he was mobbed because it showed him walking through the pit area uh, down the grid, and he was uh, – there were people all over him. So, I mean, I guess he must have quite a following or they wouldn't have picked him. But anyway, the um, they qualified the hypercars, which is the ones other than the uh, Camaro, that we're most uh, interested in. And uh, Ferrari took the first two qualifying spots. And I am not going to read these names because, honestly, I've never heard of them. And maybe you have, but I'm still not going to read them. But they, <laughs> they, they qualified the – they took the – they qualified 16 of them, and then they took the top eight like they do at Indianapolis and have a fast eight or whatever it is and, and qualified them again. But our car, the Wheeling Engineering Cadillac, qualified 12th out of 16. So that's that's not too bad. That ain't too shabby. I mean, you got a whole day to catch up, and you're not starting that far behind anyway. But um, the Cadillac car qualified. Oh, you got it? On Hulu. Well, good for you. Well, let us know if you can what's going on uh, every once in a while. And okay. especially look for car 311. That's the Wayland Engineering Cadillac. And uh, on down in 38th place, is as far back as I uh, printed this thing out, I think there's 62 cars there or something like that. But the uh, is the, the Chevrolet Camaro, which actually is in a class all by itself called an innovative class but they're uh they flipped it in with the gte cars and it was the fastest qualifier and uh jensen button who was the 2009 formula one champion is the main driver with jimmy johnson and mike rockenfeller the german uh actually qualified the car i think i said last week that he was austrian but he's german and uh i watched some footage last night on youtube of practice and that car, I mean, it's it's a stock car, and it sounds so good going by, as uh, do the Cadillacs. I bet. I mean, it, it's a head-turner. And i tell you something else that's pretty neat uh, over there. 
1976, as we've mentioned before, NASCAR went to Le Mans. Uh, it wasn't formally a NASCAR uh, mission, I guess you could put it like it is now. But they went over there and uh, with, with two cars. Dick Brooks was in one of them from Spartanburg, driving for Junie Donlevy in, in the trucks. Seems on. like I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and, uh, and the other car was driven by Herschel McGriff, who just got into the Hall of Fame. Well, Herschel's 95 years old, and uh, NASCAR flew him over there. And it was great to see him walking around. I didn't get a chance to hear an interview with him, but I'm sure I will, because when I leave here, and I tell you right now, Natalie, I'm not coming. I don't <laughs> know if anybody else is. No, I'm sorry. I won't be there either. But I'm going to go home and watch racing and, uh, and try to get the Gamecocks uh, to win a game so they can prolong their uh, World Series quest. But... This is the uh, this is the 100th Le Mans, but it's actually the 91st race because they missed quite a few for uh, World War II. Yeah, even after 1945, I don't think they ran it again till like 48 or 49, something like that. Because I mean, Europe was just too messed up. Yeah, and uh, especially France. But the uh, I, I just you know I've said for years. How Indianapolis is the greatest race in the world, and blah blah blah. I won't get on that again. But I'm telling you what, it might be Le Mans. It it really could be on a worldwide scale. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Greatest race in the world, and uh, especially after I watched some uh, video last night, and and also I watched Ford versus Ferrari again, which is you know <laughs> it's based, really a good movie. It's a great movie, but it's based on the truth. And I always throw this out there every time. Ford versus Ferrari was the last movie made by Fox. Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox. Right. So, uh, you know, when he went, dun, 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 and the spotlights crossed and everything. Right. That was the last movie to ever have that. And, and listen, I went to see it expecting it to be ho-hum okay. I really loved it. Yeah, I watched it last night, and it, it's a it's a good movie. Christian Bales and uh, Matt Damon mm-hmm. who is a uh, dead-on for um, Carol Shelby, who was quite a character, and of course Ken Miles, who got killed. I don't understand why they some of the things they do, though. I mean, the the truth is just as easy to do as fiction. At the end of that movie, of course, Ken Miles got killed in a practice crash after he finished second at Le Mans in '66. Well, they went back in '67, and he had already been killed. But they have him getting killed at Willow Run or Willow Springs, and uh, he got killed at Riverside. What difference yeah. does it make to tell the truth? <laughs> you know, I guess they call it artistic license, uh, but I don't agree with it. I mean, I just... just Sometimes they outsmart them on their own selves yeah. with movie plot. I guess so, but I'm too particular. I mean, I'm really a pain in the butt to watch a racing movie with, especially after it's over, because... Uh, I mean, when they ran the 24 hours of Daytona, it was at California Speedway. And it, I, I don't know why they couldn't use Daytona. I mean, maybe they wouldn't couldn't get licensed to do it there. I don't know. But anyway, this is the 100th Le Mans. And uh, it was great to see Herschel McGriff walking around at 95 years old. And I'm, I'll be real surprised if he didn't make it to 100 because he's looking pretty spry. <laughs> you know, he I, I mentioned this before. It was a couple of years ago he was still racing. Yeah. He raced into a 89 or 90 and 
and even before one of his races uh, played the national anthem on his bugle. So uh, just a heck of a guy. It was in the original Southern 500, the first one in 1950. It was in the 1950 Mexican road race, and it's just a, just a heck of a guy. So, Ronnie, <clears throat> excuse me, if anything pops up, let me know. Let us know. Just jump in anywhere. And uh, if they give us standings, if you see uh, where 311 is running, let, let us know that, too. <coughs> I'm telling you what, this cough is going to be an ongoing thing all day today. We had some other racing, of course, last weekend. Just about everybody was open for business. Not everybody, but just about. And, of course, they ran it. Uh, Excuse me, man. They ran at Gateway, and Kurt, uh, Kurt, Kyle Bush was the winner. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be on and talk with Deb about that in just a few minutes. Kyle Bush, uh, I think that's his second win of the year. I'll get into the points and all that. As far as Jeremy Clements, he uh, ran out in Portland, Oregon, and had a very for- forgetful race. I mean, uh, forgettable race that. A 22nd place finish. Uh, I think a couple of guys crashed right in front of him on the last turn of the last lap, practically, and uh, wouldn't have helped him too much. He might have slipped into the top 20 if that hadn't happened, but just a bad race for Jeremy. He's out now. Uh, they race at Sonoma tonight in, on the East Coast. I think it starts at 8.30, and I've got all that information over here. But, of course, that will be 5.30 and and. uh, in, uh the wine country in Sonoma, California. So uh, that's a late evening Xfinity race to uh, to uh, for a lot of you close out your Saturday uh, sports viewing. And uh, of course, we're pulling for Jeremy. I listened to him on uh, open mic on uh, Wednesday, and you know he just didn't he just didn't have a whole lot to say about the race because it was it was pretty forgettable, but. Uh, I tell you what, let's take our first break and let me get something to try to soothe my throat a little bit so I can make it another hour and 40 minutes. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555, and in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spartanburg, when you're looking for the home of the best sports coverage around, we're talking about greatest ever spectacular talent. Good news. 
You're already there. It's us. Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. We're your home for the Spartanburg Vikings, the Atlanta Braves, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Duke basketball. Plus, your most trusted source for the best high school coverage around. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. The BMW Charity Program presented by TD Cinex has been a staple of the Upstate community for more than two decades. The BMW Charity Program brings the Upstate a fun and entertaining week centered around professional athletes and world-renowned celebrities and raises money and awareness for South Carolina charities. Tournament week this year is June 5th through 11th and includes golf clinics, concerts, a sustainability luncheon at Bon Secours Wellness Arena, a ladies' luncheon and golf clinic at Carolina Country Club and Chapman Cultural Center, the BMW Charity Program, June 8th through 11th at Carolina Country Club and the Thornblade Club. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Welcome back to Start Your Engines. Deb, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you doing? Well, I was doing pretty good until I just got a text from uh, Mike Hill, and Ronnie's over here watching Lamont's on his phone, and... Uh, I mean, the race isn't even an hour old, and our uh, car we pull for, the Wheeling Engineering Cadillac from, uh, uh, you know, there in Mooresville is... Uh, Action Express. Action Express is, is out. I mean, it had a bad crash. It looks like the front end of it's practically torn off. And, I mean, they, I don't even think they've been underway for a half an hour. I mean, it's, it's, it's early. And that's just... Yeah, man, I saw that on Twitter. That's just, that's terrible. But, uh, yeah, and uh, where I saw it, it said that part of the track was wet and part of the track was dry, and it was uh, a light drizzle. So I can't mm. help but wonder if that didn't contribute to it. Well, that's just terrible. I'll try to get some more details on that before uh, before we go off the air. That's uh, 
I had sort of kind of got you bum fuzzled. Well, I had my whole afternoon built around just sitting there watching the uh, watching the mines and uh, waiting on Gamecock baseball at three o'clock. But now I I shouldn't have saved all my yard work and I should have shouldn't have done well, it all yesterday. Well, I know Action Express is. I understand its ties to the show, but but don't under I mean don't forget that Team Penske and Chip Ganassi have cars in that race too that were compete that are competing in the same class as Action Express, and they're all going for the overall win, which is the first time teams from the United States have gone for the overall win since the 1960s when it was Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, which I watched last night, and I was being facetious. I'll watch it. I mean, I've already planned my day around it, and we still got, I'm very interested in seeing how the Camaro does. Uh, didn't you think it was just amazing that, um, and I assume you know this, you, you know everything, that they won the pit crew competition with a jack man and all the other cars had pneumatic jacks. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I did find that quite interesting. That uh, really opened some people's eyes, I'm sure. Yep. And, uh, but you're not, you're at the track, but you're, uh, you're at a drag strip, right? You're going to have to talk up because these dragsters are going out here at Bristol. Well, uh, that's a bad week to ask me to do that because I've been having coughing and throat problems. So I'll uh, I'll do Uh-oh. I'll do Must the best. Be the smoke from the Can- Must be the smoke from the Canadian fires. No, I I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's uh, actually. If you want to know what it is, I think I slept with the window open the other night when it was raining and it sounded so good and was so cool and everything. And the next morning I woke up with a. Like I was trying to get a sore throat and coughing, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I, it was self-inflicted. Uh, but it, Uh-oh. Anyway, so what's going on, on up at Bristol? Tell us about that a little bit since you're there. Uh, where, where? Deb, I'm lo- you're, I've lost you. Hello? Yep, there you are. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this- nope. Deb, you're breaking up. I'm not. I'm not getting you at all. This is some great radio, Deb. Yes. Okay, now I hear you. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but you're uh, you're coming and going. You were you were fine at one point there. Maybe you need to stand on the hood of your car. Well, the phone phone <laughs> signal is not that strong here because I'm between two mountains here at Bristol Drag Place. Yeah. Well. How's that? Well, you're. I can hear you now, but it's you know it's uh. It's sort of going in and out, going in and out, like Ronnie said. Uh, Greg's not with us this morning. He's taken ill again, so it's just Ronnie and I, and we're and I'm battling my throat, and uh, and now we got the mountains playing a part in it. So this is a this is a tough show. Let me ask you now: what what'd you take away from Gate? Um, gate well, gate, I thought it was a shame that that we lose another driver due to a concussion. Yeah, you know. Um, that and I thought that it was rather interesting with the four broken rotors, brake rotors, and then a few days later, NASCAR had a Zoom conference with some of us about new safety implementation. We lost you, Deb. The passenger side door where Ryan Priest hit Kyle Larson so hard it. 
Okay, they added another bar in there, right? Deb, this isn't working. I hate to say it, but I don't, I'm not. I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm I'm here to drive. Well, you sound good right now. Yes, I can. I'm, yeah, it's just coming and going. It's not your fault. It's uh, just an uh, unlucky day, I guess. Hello? Yep, I got you. Are you hearing me? Yeah, I, I was saying that, you know, let me kind of see what you got at Bristol here because it's a really unique situation. Okay. In that the NHRA event at New Hampshire was rained out. And so they are finishing it here this weekend. And so we've actually got two events going on this weekend here at Bristol. And the second round qualifying for the Bristol event was the first elimination round. Lost they will have qualifying Bristol, but we'll also... uh, Deb, this isn't working. I mean, I, I love you, but this is... Uh... And we understand it's not your fault. It's just happenstance. We're not getting anything. All right, Deb. Look, I'm, gonna, I'm going to terminate this call, and uh, if, uh, if you want to try us back later, like maybe after around 11:30 or something if things change uh that would be okay but we're uh we're not getting you and it's uh i got some other things i can do here as long as my voice holds out but uh okay sorry about that yeah um it's okay it's all right we love you and you will be on every week whether we can hear you or not <laughs> but that's just well, a you know bad situation when you're at a racetrack that's what you run into sometimes especially in the mountains yeah yeah Okay, Deb. Yeah. Well, thank you so okay. much. We'll... I hope you feel better, and I hope Greg gets better, too. Well, before you go, maybe we can pull this off. Can you give me your picks? Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. That's interesting. All right. Um... Well, I didn't go with my gut last weekend, and I regret it. So I'm going with my gut this weekend. What was your gut last week? Because you took uh, your guy hitting 45 hit the wall there, Reddick. Yeah, my gut last weekend was 22. Oh, okay. Ronnie, who are you going to pick? I'm going to stick with a five. And Lanny, if you'll text me yours in. You sound good right now. Uh, Deb, you want to try a little bit more? Sure. Okay. I changed the angle of the phone. Okay. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you still got nine minutes, uh, and actually you got all the time you need. So go back and summarize what we probably didn't hear. Because, I mean, you were talking and we just weren't catching it, but I know it's uh, information our listener would love to have. Well, I don't know where it was. I mean, I don't know if it was about Noah Gregson's concussion or if it was about the um, safety protocols that NASCAR is implementing for the Atlanta race. All right, we'll talk about that because I'm not aware of it. Okay, well, starting with Atlanta, they are having a softer front clip and uh, so that will lessen the impact to the front, which means less energy going to the driver's body. And they're also reinforcing the right side door area where Ryan Freeze T-bone Kyle Larson at Talladega. They're replacing that plate with a steel plate. It was aluminum, and they're reinforcing with various bars and, and the way it's, attached and everything so 
they are letting the teams modify the front clips. And for those that don't have the capability to modify it to NASCAR specifications, the vendor that's supplying the front end is, will help the teams modify the front clips to the new specifications. Is that going to add a lot of weight to the car? No. They are actually changing the weight of the ballast. Um, ah. And so they're taking it out of the front end and they're moving it to a different section of the car. Okay. And um, let's, let's go back to the brakes for just a minute. Are they doing anything about that? Well, I thought Michael McDowell had an interesting analogy of that after the race last week. He said that the way the track is at St. Louis is your straightaways really cool the brakes, and they build up a tremendous amount of heat in the turn. So you have the constant cooling and heating. And he said that what will happen is if you block the front end off, like some people do to increase the downforce that it will heat the brakes quicker and sometimes cracks will develop in the brake rotors and that will cause them to uh, explode or break the way they did. So I think you need to go back, particularly since two of the car, two of the four cars were 2311 cars and um, then one was Noah Gregson and the other one was... Um, it slipped my mind right now who the, the fourth one was. But I think we'd probably need to go back and look at their setups and if they had the front end blocked off for uh, downforce and the heat buildup. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see maybe if the rotors had cracks in them before they put them. You know, did they magnaflux them? I don't know. They were talking something on there about the difference between uh, um, the advantages and disadvantages of uh, the brakes that they use uh, a compared to carbon fiber brakes, I guess is what they were talking about, that one's maybe a little more durable but heats up too much. And, and uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. There was like two different things they said they were going to maybe try to see if they uh, could figure out if one was better than the other, and particularly at a, a track where you need a, a lot of brakes like Bristol and uh, not Bristol, but uh, Martinsville and Gateway and a lot of the road courses. Yeah, it, uh, you know, the, those come from a vendor, so they all come from the same place. So another question I have there is, could there have been a bit bad batch of brake rotors? Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's, that's about the scariest thing that can happen, and I'm not a, uh, I'm not a big Noah Craigson fan, but on the other hand, I don't want to see a driver get a scratch on him, and that was a hard hit. And um, actually, they didn't... Uh, from what I understand, didn't pick up on it until after he got home. I mean, he, he didn't leave the track with that, with people thinking that he had a concussion, but I, I guess after he got home, he uh, started developing symptoms. He started, that's correct, he started developing the symptoms on Wednesday. So it was midweek when he started developing the uh, concussion symptoms. And um, then after he started developing those symptoms and went to the doctor and all, it's when they made the decision to put Grant and Finger in the car. That's yeah. That's that's just shows you how scary concussions are. Whether it's driving a race car or playing football, or my my daughter had two playing soccer. So uh, they're not to be uh, well, uh, they're not to be messed with uh, lightly. Oh, I'm sure I got the two or three, two probably sleigh riding and one playing softball because I got hit in the back of the head with a uh, ball bat one day. 
Oh. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't know anything about concussions then. You just shook it off and went on. You got your bell rung. Now go back and do what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I didn't go over this earlier because I just now found it, but our our point standings, Deb is still out front with 28. Lanny, who uh, uh, is second with 25. Ronnie, you got 22. I've got 20, and Greg's got one. So, uh, well, Deb, we're running at uh, Sonoma this week, and it's, you know, the Xfinity cards are out there for the first time, and which is probably not too good a news for Jeremy Clemens, our car here, because uh, he's having a miserable year, and now he's going to a track that he's not familiar with. But what are your thoughts on Sonoma? Well, you know, I can remember the first year we went to Sonoma when the carousel was still part of the, the course. And, and I love the carousel. The, well, uh, we just stood in the garage and watched the cars come in on rippers. Yeah. Because uh, everybody was turning over, and it was we were standing there counting them as they were bringing them in. But uh, they tried restalling, reinstalling it, and then they decided to take it back out and go back to the shorter course. And, you know, it's a... It's a fast course, and unlike uh, road courses, the way it's designed and the way Bruton Smith changed it after he acquired the track, you can actually sit in the grandstands and see the majority of the racetrack. It's more like a stadium road course. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah. So it's, and it's, you know, beautiful country, and it's, I've always liked that course. Uh, it's not as fast as Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen is a faster road course, but uh, I don't know of any of the drivers that dislike it. And the Xfinity Series came directly from Portland to Sonoma. Yeah. So, um, you know, it'll be. I didn't didn't get to see that event because I I had something else going on that I had to take. Oh, I was at a family celebration of life service, so I didn't get to see the Xfinity race last. Uh, last weekend. Yeah, that's why we had you on at 10 o'clock last week. Right, so, uh, right. Well, um, Deb, I'm sorry we had phone tr- trouble with you there. and it, like I mean, it was nobody's fault, just the way it turned out. But um, you sound great now. And uh, be careful up there at Bristol and have fun. And um, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's an enjoyable place to be. Having fun is kind of a misnomer when you're at work. 12, 14, 16 hours a day, uh-huh. but if I didn't enjoy what I do, I wouldn't do it. So there you go. You know, there's you. a lot of worse places to be than a racetrack. That's the truth. And, I, you know, I'm just thinking back. I went to Bristol a few times uh, in my fandom days, and I saw David Pearson went up there in 1968 and sitting in those hot grandstands. And, I mean, you think about it being cool and breezy and everything. I, that's about as hot as I've ever been was at the Bristol in 1968. There were people passing out all over the place. So it can get hot yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. But it's different over here at the dragway because we're between two mountains. So that's exactly why it's called Thunder Valley. Thunder Valley. Okay, Deb. Well, thank you so much. And uh, be careful. And we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Everybody have a good week. I hope you get better. And I hope... Uh, Greg gets better as well. Oh, uh, we will. We'll, we're too tough and old to stay sick for long. <laughs> <laughs> we, we either get well or die, I guess, at this point. Thank you, Deb. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Who was that? That's the smartest woman I know. She sounded good there at the last. I guess you found the right position. 
She said she changed the angle on her phone, <laughs> whatever that means. All right, let's take a break and come back and do some uh, some uh, summaries of what we saw last week. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? All right, we're back on the air here. I, I think I have uh, done something over here to uh, knock off the commercials. I don't know if you uh, can get my um, text I just sent you there, Tyler, but if you can get this thing going from home, I'd appreciate it. I'm not sure. Uh, I tell you, I'm the one that should have stayed home and let Greg, <laughs> and let Greg come in and run this thing today because I'm not up to well, it. Well, we'll get it figured out. All right. Can you, do you have Tyler's number or anything? See if you can get him. And, and Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. 
Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And welcome back to Start Your Engines, and uh, I tell you what, my my button pushing is leaving something to be desired this morning, Ronnie. In fact, I, I pushed that last one too many times. That happens. Yeah, it happened just One of the wonderful areas of live radio. Yeah, well, that was, uh, I should have known not to do it twice. <laughs> when it didn't fire off the first time, I should have left it alone and turned up the volume. So, anyway... We've got a few minutes here before the break, and we talked to John Roberts at the top of the hour. Let's hope the second hour goes as better than the first. Our uh, show so far has been similar to the problems at uh, Le Mans for the Wayland Cadillac, which uh, I got a text from Mike Hill saying that uh, he I don't know if he really knows if they can get it fixed or not. It looks pretty torn up to me, but... He said they might get back out there and ride around. I don't know. I don't know if that'd be worth it. But anyway, uh, last week they had Enjoy Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter. And as I said earlier, Kyle Busch was the winner. Denny Hamlin was second. Joey Logano finished third. Kyle Larson was fourth. Martin Truex fifth. Ryan Blaney finished sixth. Daniel Suarez was seventh. William Byron eighth. Michael McDowell ninth. And Kevin Harvick was 10th, and as um, Deb mentioned, they had a real tough crash with Noah Cragson. Uh, they had a, a lot of brake rotor trouble on a, a, several of the cars, and his just the, pretty much exploded coming down the front straightaway. And the other cars that did it, as it was pointed out, um, I think it happened to Bubba Wallace also, and maybe Carson Hosevar. But they stayed up close to the wall, and they didn't hit it. They just sort of scraped along it. Noah tried to duck down and uh, make the turn, and that just left him a long way to slide all the way up to the wall, and he hit it a ton. And uh, it was Wednesday, 
after the race on Sunday that he developed uh, concussion symptoms, and he is out this week. Grant Enfinger, the truck driver, will be in that car for uh, Legacy Motorsports or Motor Club, I guess they call it. And, you know, listen, just a few years ago, his symptoms that appeared on Wednesday, we probably would not have recognized as concussion symptoms. We would have attributed it to something else because he didn't get the symptoms right when the concussion happened. Yeah, and I don't know what his symptoms were, but he might have... uh, you know, in the past, just shook it off and raced anyway. Said, "Well, I mean, I got a job I got to do, and I got to go. Right. I got to be tough about this thing." So uh, that's uh, that's how things have changed over the past years with these concussions, and we've talked about it a lot on this show, and we will continue to do so. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's what happened uh, out there. Grand Enfinger driving, as I said, the point standings for Cup after. Uh, after that race, uh, William Byron is leading the points. He has three wins. Kyle Busch ties him now, and he's got three wins. So Kyle's, uh, Kyle's having a good season in his first year for uh, um, who <laughs> I can't even think of who he just left for. me off. I know. Boy, I'm telling you what. Um, Senior moment. Yeah, another one. Uh, what are we, about 142 years old? I think so. Uh, together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, Kyle Busch is second. Kyle Larson is third with two wins. Fourth is Ryan Blaney with a win. Martin Truex has a win. He's fifth. Sixth is Christopher Bell. Seventh, Denny Hamlin. Eighth, Tyler Reddick. Ninth, Joey Logano. And tenth, Ricky Stenhouse. And they all have one win each. And the rest of the cars here through the uh, the next six positions, if they were going to the playoffs today, Kevin Harvick is 11th. These guys are winless. Ross Chastain is 12th. Brad Keselowski is uh, 13th, 14th is Chris Boucher, 15th Bubba Wallace, and 16th is Daniel Suarez. Alex Bowman has slipped back out of the top uh, 16. He's 17th. Ty Gibbs is 18th. Austin Cindric 19th. And Andy McDowell is 20th. So uh, they are at Sonoma this week, as are the uh, Xfinity cars. And taking a look at Xfinity... As I said, it was a very forgettable... Richard Childress is the name I'm trying to think of. Of course. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, The Xfinity cars ran at Portland last week, and that was the Pacific Office Automation 147. And uh, by the way, let me back back up to Cup. Their next race, of course, is tomorrow with the Toyota Save Mart 350, and that's at 3.30 on Fox. So Xfinity is... uh, They ran at Portland last week. And Cole Custer was the winner, driving for Stuart Haas. Justin Allgaier was second, Sam Mayer third, Josh Berry fourth, Austin Hill fifth, Matt Miat Snyder, who has been gone all year. I meant to ask Deb, uh, had a note here to ask her where he's been because he was a, a very prominent driver and he won a couple of races in Xfinity, but he hasn't been, hasn't been seen or heard of this year until last week. Well, uh, he finished sixth, driving for Joe Gibbs. Seventh was Sheldon Creed. Eighth, Connor Mosack. Ninth, Chandler Smith. And tenth was John Hunter Nemechek. Starting 20th and finishing 22nd on the lead lap was Jeremy Clements. And as I said, uh, he might have slipped into the top 20, but he got caught up in somebody else's wreck late in the race. 
Uh, I mean, something, real late. Something I found interesting about the, the Xfinity race last week, because they were in Portland and the cup cars were in St. Louis, they didn't have all their, their pit crews there, so they made allowances for the guys that didn't have a good a pit crew. Well, what they did, one of the things, I think, was that uh, they didn't allow them to change tires except during the stage breaks. Right. I mean, unless they had a flat or something. Yeah. But uh, it was only uh, only to add gas, which uh, was, you know. Made quick pit stops. Made quick pit stops, but it also, uh, I'm sure, was uh, put some frowns on some faces from some guys that needed some new rubber out there slipping and sliding around. The uh, the point standings in Xfinity. We'll take a look at that real quick, and they take the top twelve for their uh, for their playoffs. John Hunter Nemechek is first. Austin Hill is second. Third is Justin Allgaier. Fourth Cole, Cole Custer. Fifth Josh Berry. Sixth Chandler Smith. Seventh Sheldon Creed. Eighth Sammy Smith. Ninth Sam Mayer. And tenth was Riley Herbst. I'm not sure what Jeb Burton got into it. Uh, a little tussle there with, um, I, I can't remember at this point who it was, but I know the last time I saw him, he was in a headlock yeah. with uh, one of the crewmen trying to calm him down. And uh, I think they got it all straightened out. I didn't hear of any penalties. But you got to go all the way down to 19th in the standings to find Jeremy Clements, who was a 121 points out of the playoffs. And uh, it's just safe to say he's got to win a race. And going out to a new track today, tonight. Going to a, well, it'll be day there. It'll be nice yeah. for us. But uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty tough sledding. And uh, Jeremy's having a, Jeremy's having a rough time of it. They will race next week um, at the uh, well. No, they'll race to, uh, today. I'm sorry, at eight o'clock tonight, our time on FS1. That will be the DoorDash 250. And I think they got a week off after that. I'm not sure. And I'm, uh, I think I heard that after that week off, they've got 10 weeks in a row that they won't have a week off. So uh, the trucks did not run last week, and they will be racing next at Nashville for the Rackley Roofing 200, and that will be at 9 p.m. on Friday, June the 23rd from Nashville. And I think that's... Uh, I think that's at the fairgrounds, the old fairgrounds. I don't think it's the, the concrete track. I'll check that as it gets a little closer. But the point leader there is Grant Enfinger, of course, who's filling in for Noah Craxton on the cup side today. Second is Zane Smith. Third is Christian Eckes. Those three drivers have two wins each. Corey Heim is fourth. Ben Rhodes fifth. And Carson Hostsavar is sixth. And they have one win each. And then seventh is Ty Majeski, eighth. Matt Crafton, ninth Stuart Friesen, and tenth is Matt D. Benedetto. So, uh, again, they're off this week and uh, be racing in two weeks at Nashville. ARCA is, uh, they were off as well. Their points, uh, they will race next on the 17th. That'll be next weekend at Berlin, Michigan at 8 o'clock on FS1. Their point standings, uh, Jesse Love is uh, leading. He's got three wins, three in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Malcolm in the middle. Frankie Muniz is second. Jack Wood, no relation, is third. Andres Perez de Lara is fourth. Fifth is Christian Rose. Sixth, Tony Constantino. 
Seventh, Greg Van Alst. Eighth, Tony Breitinger, the Victoria's Secret model. Um, uh, ninth is John Garrett, and tenth is A.J. Moyer. So that's, uh, that's ARCA. Of course, I was talking about IMSA a little earlier, and uh, a lot of those guys are over in Le Mans, and unfortunately our Cadillac is uh, bit to death kind of early. I don't know if he'll get back on the track or not, but in the IMSA point standings, um, Nick Tandy and Matthew Jaminet lead it for Penske. Over uh, second place is the Cadillac, the Wheeling Engineering Cadillac, with Pipo Durrani and Alexander Sims, who uh, uh, I guess uh, I've got to look here to see who uh, Mike told me is the one that had to crash this morning, and that's just so unfortunate. That would be Jack Aiken, who uh, I guess had the first stint and maybe the only stint. So, uh, well, I tell you what, you think about it, they've been over there since the middle of May, I think, and and to go through all they've been through and the uh, hullabaloo and uh, just uh, to not go any longer than they did, that's just that's a crying shame. Um, third in the M's points is Felipe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor. Fourth is Sebastian Bourdais and Ringer Vanderzandy, and fifth is Nick Yaloli and Connor De Filippi, who was in Spartanburg this week playing in the BMW okay, uh, right. golf tournament, yeah. and was interviewed uh, Thursday morning by Tyler Sugar. Cool. Yep, that's two years in a row. Tyler's interviewed him, and uh, seems like a nice guy driving for BMW. Uh, their next race is a couple of weeks away, and that will be the Salem's six hours of the Glen. Of course, that will be at Watkins Glen. So, um, we take a quick look here at, uh, let me just look at this TV schedule. I know I usually do this at the end of the show, but I'm trying to fill 44 seconds until hopefully the commercials play. As I said, Le Mans is on right now and will be on constantly, and if you've got... Uh, Charter, it's on channel 82, and it's, uh, as I said, it, it's on constantly until 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. And there's still a lot to watch. Deb's absolutely right. Uh, for me, not, you know, just because the Wayland Engineering car is out, there's no reason not to watch it because there's still a lot of, a lot of good racing is going to go on. Plus, you've got the Camaro, and I'm going to be very interested to see how it does. And we will, uh, maybe figure out, get a report on it before the race, uh, is over. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. In Game 4 of the NBA Finals on Friday night, Denver won at Miami 108-95 to for a three-games-to-one lead by 27 from Aaron Gordon on 11-15 shooting from the field. Nikola Jokic, 23 points and 12 rebounds. Bruce Brown came off the bench to score 21 on 8-11 of 11 shooting from the field. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, the Los Angeles Angels defeated the Seattle Mariners 5-4. Shohei Otani, a home run and three hits at the plate. Six strikeouts in five innings on the mound. The Cubs broke a four-game losing streak with a 3-2 victory over the Giants at San Francisco. 
The San Diego Padres hit five home runs in a 9-6 win at Colorado, getting you Darvish the 100th win of his career. The Rockies have lost five straight. And the St. Louis Cardinals homered three times in a 7-4 win over Cincinnati. I'm Isaac Long. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you're not there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That's why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you'll ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, financial advisor Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. The Atlanta Braves are back, and this 2023 team is ready for another epic season. 1-1 pitch, here's a deep drive to left center field. This thing is clear for takeoff. Back-to-back home runs, Ozuna and Riley. Listen to Atlanta Braves baseball all season long right here on Fox Sports Farnberg, 98.3 FM. The Braves are looking for their sixth consecutive NL Eastern Division crown, and you can hear that chase right here on your home for the Atlanta Braves. Fox Sports Farnberg, 98.3 FM. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And I'm telling you what, Ronnie, this may go down as the worst show we've ever had. Oh, no. You don't think so? Oh, no. Okay. Well, John Roberts doesn't answer. It went straight to his voicemail. And I called him twice, and I left our number. So maybe he'll call us back. Maybe he won't. But we've got a 
We've got an hour of show left and uh, about 15 minutes worth of results to uh, uh, talk about. So, uh, Mike, I, I, Mike, I asked Mike if he wanted to come on, and uh, he said yes. Mike, uh, could you, uh, Ronnie, can you talk for a second while I get Mike on the phone? Sure. Well, you know, this is something that happens sometimes with live radio. You plan things, and then the people that you plan things with, we don't know between the time we talked to John Roberts last night and today he may have had something come up uh, with his job with Sirius Radio that he can't get out of. And, of course, you, you know, he has to go with that first. But right now, Perry's calling uh, Alan Hill, Mike Hill, sorry, from Wheeling Engineering Racing, and we'll talk to Mike if we can't get John. Again, uh, Jeremy races tonight at 8 o'clock. Jeremy Clements with Xfinity, and they're out at, in Sonoma on a track that he's never been to before. And I think we've got Mr. Hill with us right now. All right, we got Mike Hill. Mike, you there? Yes, sir. All right, I did not want to bother you today, and I would not under any circumstances, but we've had... One glitch after another, and we had John Roberts from a Fox and Sirius XM radio to Greg had lined up for us, and his uh, he's going straight to the voicemail. So uh, knowing that you have had some horrible luck this morning at Le Mans, I, I was not going to bother you except for the fact that uh, I, you're probably just sitting there being disgusted or disappointed. So uh, tell us what happened. Um and we're talking to Mike Hill from Wheeling Engineering and uh, Action Express uh, Racing. Well, I mean, how, the, the race couldn't have been more than a few minutes old when he crashed, right? No, it was the first lap. I mean, the, the racetrack was wet from some of the corners. And I had watched us. We'd already, one of the corners before that, he got up on the curb and, and it shot the whole front end across. But we had Jack in the car and maybe, you know, it's easy for me to sit here in my in my house in the United States and, and question the call, but why would we start out with our rookie driver when we know we got a track that's wet, you know, and he's got all that pressure, I'm sure. I can only imagine the pressure on those guys over there, on my race team, all the drivers and everybody else. And so whatever it was, it, it, for the Daytona 24 race, I'm sure it's 10 times worse over there because they had, I hear they had 350,000 people there at Le Mans. I watched, I watched for just a, a little bit while I was getting dressed to come here and uh, to do the show, and I, it looked like the weather was okay to me. It might have been cloudy. I don't remember any uh, sunshine, but I, I didn't hear anybody mention anything about rain or, or the like. No, it didn't look like it was raining, but it sure looked like there was because the, everybody still had their rain lights on when he, when he went off, and it looked like one of those corners was still wet. I mean, it may not have been. I'm just sitting here watching it and trying to listen to what my guys were saying and it's impossible we got a we got a special channel that we can go in and i can they they got it up so i can listen to the to the engineers talk to the drivers and the drivers talk back to the to the pit box but uh even even that was like everything else this morning's been kind of quirky and i didn't get to hear them say what happened so i'm sure i'll find out i have I have sent a couple of messages up over there 
my boys that's over there on the Garage 56 car are even sending me texts like, what the heck happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got guys on both cars over there, and I don't know. I mean, I, oh, my gosh, this is, we spent, we spent, oh, Lord, at the time we spent for this one race. Well, oh, well, that's yeah. great thing to say. You know, you can't win them all, but, man, I was hoping we could at least <laughs> see what we could do with these Toyotas, man. And the thing about it is, you know, <laughs> she said we could cheer for the other teams. I can't. No, <laughs> I can't cheer. No, I'm cheering for my team. I'm not cheering for Penske. Heck, he's the one that stole my boy Nasser. Yeah, well, you know? I, and I, I, I know your feeling. Uh, I, I can't possibly just not watch the race because your car fell out. It is my car, and I, and I've got my T-shirt all laid out that you sent me to wear when I get back home. But uh, you know, uh, I planned my whole. Actually, I was going to try to see if I could watch the whole thing. You know, do a twenty-four hours, and I don't. I, I doubt if I'll do that now, but. Uh, there's 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 a whole lot else to to watch and I'm just it just sort of you know takes all the a lot of the fun out of it. I, I understand your feelings though, and uh, and I'm I'm right there with you. I won't be pulling for Penske. In fact, it's like I told Deb, I'm still pulling for the uh, uh, you know the Camaro because uh, how do we how was how, how, yeah how how is it doing? Do we know? It's still going around, but they don't put the Gross 56 up on their scoreboard. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're out there. Did you see that picture I sent you with the Camaro sitting in the middle of all those cars? Yes. It's like it's okay to be different, and you've got that big Camaro. It looked like a it looked like an elephant in in a room with with a bunch of little little cars. Yeah, it was funny. Well, let me ask Um, you this from from the business end of it, Mike. Would it be advantageous for the team if, even if they're out of contention, if they could get the car back on the track so that the sponsors oh, oh, can be seen? Oh yes, yes. Anytime, anytime we can, we're going back out. We're not. We don't. We don't say quit. The only thing that would make us quit is if if we've got tub damage, and that's basically chassis damage, and and it would be uh, not a safe condition to put him back out there if that tub's cracked. And it, it took a pretty good lick. And, mm. But I, I, the last time I looked, they keep showing the garage. Last time I looked, they're trying to get it back out there. So <clears throat> but they've got their work cut out for them. I've, I've been in those situations where you have to replace the whole whole suspension underneath the front of that car, plus the steering box and or steering rack. Well, uh, man, it's like it's I said, a, I didn't plan on having you on, and I can't thank you enough for helping fill in here because we – uh this this show has been sort of sort of like that race uh, for for Whelan. Uh, we we uh, Deb's phone didn't work because she's in the mountains in uh, Bristol and that didn't work too well. And I I hit a button twice I shouldn't have hit and knocked, <laughs> knocked the automation here all out of sync. And uh, and plus I've got a real rough throat and a sore throat and coughing. And it's a this would have been a good week to take off <laughs> and just wake up and watch Le Mans and don't leave the house. But uh, that's not it's the way so I am like, either. So like- it's sort of like you never know what you look like till you get your picture took or something. Right? <laughs> you don't know that it's going to be bad until it, it goes bad. Yeah. Well, you've just you've made it a whole lot better because I tell you what, my voice. I, 
couldn't have held out, and I've got, honestly, maybe 10 minutes worth of uh, material I haven't covered yet. Usually I have to rush through this stuff, and today uh, I don't have nearly enough. Um, now, tell me about what uh, they can possibly get out of uh, continuing to run. Would it just be for the, the sponsor's sake or the fact that, you know, we're here, we might as well do all we can to race, and we got a day to get it ready? I mean, it, it would be it would be a shame for something, and I don't don't even really want to go there, but for you know to get to get caught in another accident and uh, and you know maybe even have an injury or something like that. I I just wonder how how much thought has gone goes into actually you know trying to get back out there. Well, we'll we'll put all of our effort in getting back out. That's that's new. We don't. That's that's the one thing we don't do. We do not quit. If there's any way. Even to get back out to run the last lap, we will, we'll put it back together. Our guys, our guys will put that car back together if it's safe. Now, that, that's the question I've got right now to, to my boss, Gary Nelson, over there in France. I want him to tell me, look, you, you, you tell me, you look at it, and you tell me if it's safe. And he's, he's, he's probably down there in the middle of all of it right now, and he hasn't answered me. So as soon as he lets me know if it's, you know, if it's safe, I'll look forward to us getting back out there. But if he says it's not safe. We're not going back. But it sure looks like my guys are, are hustling, trying to get it back out. I mean, we're out of contention for sure because now we're so many so far behind. But the thing that you can gain <laughs> is, is uh, you know, we're not racing for points over there for sure. That that would be one of the big reasons why we would do it here in the States. If it was one of our races here in the States, without a doubt, we'd get back out there and, and, and try to go. But we would go back out just because Mr. Whelan is there. I've seen him, his pictures over there. Uh, Sonny Whelan's a great guy. We, we, he's on our car, and it was always a big question because we're basically a factory team now as whether we could have Whelan still as our sponsor, and fortunately GM agreed that we could do that. So we got Sonny Whelan and his sponsorship on the car. We'd like to get back out and represent him, get him more exposure and uh, one of the biggest races of the, ever, but uh, we'll see. I still haven't gotten gotten any answers back from France yet, so I don't know. So right now, no news is good news. Yeah, as long as I can still see them working on the car, you know. Well, you know that's, that's interesting. You mentioned Sonny Whelan. I, I never, I never knew there was a Mister Whelan. I guess I never really thought about it. I, maybe as far as I knew, it was like. Uh, just the name carried from, you know, the, the name of the company from years ago. and uh, But there is a – did he found the company? I mean – His dad. It, okay. Sonny Whelan, it's a family business. They, if you, every, every airplane has got Whelan lights on it. About every police car has got Whelan lights on it. Every ambulance has got Whelan lights on it. Every racetrack that you see has got Whelan lights. Wheeling lights on it. He's doing so much stuff now with lights. It's, it's amazing, and he does it all over the world. He's just—he's the most humblest guy ever. You wouldn't—you would never expect this man to be what he, you know, what he is as far as in, in the business world. And there, and how I met him, we was up in uh, Montreal, not Montreal. Where was we? It was in Canada, racing in his car. His Corvette was racing our Corvette, and they had a bad crash. Well, you know, back in those days, we was the builder of all the 
Corvette and called it Coyote Chassis Company. Me, me, me and another guy named Brian Hay was building all those cars there in our shop. And one of our competitors who had bought a car from us had wheeling uh, on the car, and they crashed, and they wasn't going to be able to start the race, even though I tried my best to fix that car. It was just crashed beyond. And I told them it's not safe. And so what we did, we took the decals and put on our car. And we was wheeling sponsored. We wasn't sponsored, but we would just we felt bad for those guys and for for Mr. Wheeling. And so he sat on our box, on our on our pit box that day. And I got to know him pretty good. And and then later on he come on with us when that other race team folded, and and we won him a championship. And it's just been a great great deal with with, with Mr. Wheeling. He's one of those good guys, you know. You you, you want you want to get back out. and and make sure that you represent him. Well, that's interesting. And, yeah, I mean, with with that in mind, I'd, I'd get his car back out there on the track as well. Uh, he's, uh, he, I'm sure, as disappointed as everybody else is. And I, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I can't help but say it, and I know you are. So, uh, but this has no effect. This won't have anything to do and uh, with the, uh, IMSA or Watkins Glen or anything like that. This is a separate entity altogether. This uh, this, this, is this separate, car. This is separate. Yeah, it's a separate car. We don't. We we won't. It won't affect our effort at Watkins Glen. No. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, I appreciate you coming on and and listening to the show as as loyally as you do and bailing us out for this twenty minutes here. I, I as I've said two or three times, I wasn't going to bother you today, but. You know, um, I did, and I'm glad you could could help out. And I'm going to go home and watch the race, and and not pull for Penske. You know, I've I've always been a Ferrari fan. I've always loved Ferraris, and uh, um, I don't know how they're doing. I I have no idea, but I I might just uh, saddle my horse with Ferrari with the the dancing horse, the prancing horse, or whatever it is, and uh, and pull for them. I. I kind of tired of toyota winning i think they've won it three years in a row and um you know and i you hear me say this because you listen to the show about how indianapolis is the greatest race in the world but i tell you what i i think i'm i'm gonna have to change that <laughs> because uh that the le mans you know all the hoopla and the 350 probably more than that thousand people and um but the big difference is, is it's much more international than Indianapolis. It's, I don't can I don't know if you cannot qualify for Le Mans. It looked to me like if you bring a car and show up and they accept your entry, they'll let you run. Because when I was checking the qualifying, it looked to me like the last two or three cars didn't have a time. And I was thinking, well, maybe they maybe they got to race, you know. Even uh, even though they didn't qualify, or they they had some sort of problem, and and plus the fact that uh, you have so I'm many. Sure they, di- yeah, I'm sure they had to have some kind of track time for them to to see how the car would 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 stack up there. You know, I think the the deal is used to be with the cup deal. If you showed up in the cup deal in the garage, then you got to race because they would say you made an effort. They they. Got the, I got the competition director for NASCAR Cup texting me right now wanting to know what's going on with my race car. 
Well, you better you, you better uh, you better take care of him. And uh, and I, what I was doing was uh, was bidding you farewell anyway. And uh, but I was just saying that Le Mans is is such a spectacle, and it's a hundred years old. Although this is the ninety first race, and all the different brands and all the people and the nationalities. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna have to start leaning towards Le Mans being the greatest race in the world. And maybe it only matters to me, but. Uh, Anyway, you're a part of it, and we appreciate you being part of our show just about every week now. And, Mike, uh, uh, when do they do back? Uh, they'll, be, they'll be coming back this week. The competition director for NASCAR is Elton Sawyer, so he's the reason I'm over here working for Action because he was the team manager for Action, and he hired me. You remember me telling you the yep. story about Elton calling me up? Yeah. He'd tell him that I, had, I don't know that I could work on these cars, and then – he went back to NASCAR, and now he's gone up the ranks, and he's out there in Sonoma, I'm sure, and he can't find out what's going on with us, so I'm going to have to get back with him. Yeah, they'll be coming back this week. I'm sure the cars will all be coming back on the airplanes, and we've got our, back, we've got our backup car over there for Watkins Glen, so it'll be coming back. I remember uh, I remember Elton Sawyer driving, I think it was a Ford, number 38, sponsored by Barbasol. Barbasol, but, uh, yeah. When he was uh, in, the, it wasn't Xfinity then. I guess it was Bush. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate you yes, coming sir. on. All right, thank you, guys. All right, so long. That's Mike Hill, and oh, he's such a great guy. He is a great guy. He really is. Well, we're on schedule, and uh, maybe I can stretch out what I got here for forty minutes. We'll find out. But let's take a break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month, or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue. Lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
The Atlanta Braves are back, and this 2023 team is ready for another epic season. 1-1 pitch, there's a deep drive to left center field. This thing is clear for takeoff. Back-to-back home runs, Ozuna and Riley. Listen to Atlanta Braves baseball all season long right here on Fox Sports Hornburg, 98.3 FM. The Braves are looking for their sixth consecutive NL Eastern Division ground, and you can hear that chase right here on your home for the Atlanta Braves. Fox Sports Hornburg, 98.3 FM. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a T-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call back to start your engines and uh just got a text from mike right after he hung up saying that they're heading back out on the track that's great with the extent of the damage we saw from those pictures it's amazing they get it out period but get it out this quickly is just phenomenal well think about it now this is a 24-hour race they're in the second hour uh they lost about an hour and there's 16 cars in their class the hypercar. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of time to catch up and not finish 16th in the group. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, really move up, you know, passing some of the other, uh, you know, classifications that you're going to beat, you know. Well, they're they're the elite of the, the part of the deal of it. So passing the slower ones to get those positions back is possible. And then, too, there may be some more wrecks. Or some more malfunctions mechanically that could get them even further. Guess who we got? Who? We got John Roberts. Yay! We got John Roberts. Thank you, John, for calling back. How are you? Uh, good, man. I was uh, I was knee deep in a little home improvement project <laughs> and uh, lost track of time there for a little bit, but. Uh, man, all is well. Weather's beautiful in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, we're looking forward to road course racing this weekend. Yeah, we are, and uh, we uh, when we didn't get you, we have a regular listener, Mike Hill, who you may know Mike. He was with Junior Johnson for years, and he's with Action Motorsports or Action Express Racing, and they're over uh-huh. in Le Mans, and he was, uh, he was giving us uh, an update on what's going on in Le Mans. Their car crashed on the first lap, so they're having it pretty rough over really? there. But they're just getting back out on the track. But thank you so much for calling back. I was thrilled when um, Greg told us that uh, he got you for the show because we've, we've never had you. Unfortunately, Greg came up a little lame this morning and couldn't make it. But pre- appreciate you coming in. So you're in Nashville. Yep, yep. We moved from Mooresville to Nashville uh, about four years ago. And I tell you, the one thing I really like about Nashville is you know, as much as Mooresville, North Carolina, is your hub of NASCAR racing, uh, man, the uh, 
the uh, the thing um, about Nashville right now is that uh, you know you have the Nashville Super Speedway, which just got the Cup Series back. Uh, you got the fairgrounds, which is gaining a ton of steam. Yep. Uh, in terms of uh, you know of getting renovated, and man, if anybody's seen the uh, boy the um, renderings, the artist renderings that, uh, that they put up out about what Speedway Motorsports wants to do to the fairgrounds, it's absolutely beautiful and it's gaining huge traction right now with the city. There were some people pushing back, uh, but I think the opposition now, as they start listening. And uh, listening to what a racetrack can do, uh, this is a great area for racing. Let's not forget the uh, the Music City Grand Prix. Uh, oh man! In a couple weeks. Yep, I love that uh, racing across the bridge. <laughs> well, John, I spent a couple yep. of years living in Nashville in the seventies, and the biggest oh. thing I remember about that was that Nashville was a really big small town. It is. It is, and it's, uh, you know, guys, the, the statistics tell us that there are 100 people a day moving to the greater Nashville area. Wow. Which, if you think about that, you wonder why there's all these cranes up all over the place. Well, they're, they're, building, they're building condos and apartments for these people. So that, that is what you got to look at. That's why our friends at, at, at Worldwide Technology Raceway, uh, that's why they've been so successful. They have the population base and the race fans there to fill up the grandstand. Nashville has the population base and the race fans to fill up the grandstand, especially at a place like the fairgrounds. Well, Nashville's always been a cool town anyway. I mean, I used to, you talk about the 70s, about the time <laughs> uh, Ronnie, uh, my co-host here, was living there, I was dating a girl that went to Vanderbilt, and we used to go to the Grand okay. Ole Opry. We'd slip in the back door of the oh, Ryman yeah. Auditorium, and that was in the back in the days of uh, Roy Acuff and you know, all the old Hank Snow, all the old timers. And I just, I've always loved Nashville. It's just a cool town. Yeah, cool town and, and, and becoming a little bit of a racing mecca. Uh, really? Love. Well, now, I think so. I feel like it. There, there's people there. Uh, there's people here. Uh, you know, Justin Marks lives here, uh, owner of Track House. Right. Uh, Liz Allison lives here, uh, Davey's widow. Uh, widow, yeah. And, uh, and then Scott Borchetta lives here. And Borchetta owns, you know, the 48 Xfinity Series, and also his company sponsors the Grand Prix. So uh, there's a lot of good racing people around here that are pushing hard, uh, you know, to have it a bigger part of life. Let me ask you, John, now, we all remember you from uh, your days at Fox and now on Sirius XM Radio. When can we hear your show? Uh, It's uh, 1 to 3 Eastern time every weekday, myself and Chocolate Myers. And then uh, a lot of times I'll do the post-race show uh, after the cup race on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, it's two hours, and we like to have a lot of fun. And uh, we get some uh, – lately we just have been having some, some great guests. Uh, man, not too long ago we had a great chat with Tony Stewart, uh, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, last day yesterday, William Byron. Uh, so we like to mix a lot of information in with a little bit of fun and some great guests. Well, that's, that's wonderful. And uh... – I've uh, listened to your show several times. Uh, I'm I'm working, still working, so I don't get to hear it as often as I'd like to. But uh, yeah, Chocolate Myers, he and I even got together um, and thought about writing a book at one time because I think uh, I don't awesome. know if, I don't know if he ever did it or not. But we uh, we discussed it, and I thought Chocolate would have a, a fabulous story to tell. Oh, he does, and we get it out there a lot. We try to. Um 
the, the original guy that hired me, a uh, wonderful, wonderful coordinating producer named Daniel Norwood, uh, when he put us together, he said, look, you know, you guys have been around this business forever. Uh, he said, I think a lot of people like the old stories. A lot of people like the old uh, stuff that went on uh, that you guys saw to be mixed in, you know, with the modern day evolution of the sport and uh, the information that we like to bring with it. Uh, so we always try to get the historical aspect and get uh, a lot of other things involved with it. Well, that, and that's the thing about the show we do here. This is our sixth year, and Greg gets us some some pretty powerful guests himself. We always have Mike Helton on our first show and our last show. And uh, in between, uh-huh. we've got a lot of people. In fact, next week we do our Pikes Peak show, and I've got Paul Dallenbach lined up. But the uh, Awesome. Uh, you, you know, your show... Uh, I was wondering, did you start out as a race fan that became a, a broadcaster or a broadcaster that sort of morphed into a, a racing broadcaster? Well, I grew up in Washington, D.C., and I was one of the few guys that was interested when we were growing up. Uh, it was mostly stick and ball sports that we were into and that I started working in. Uh, you know, I started working out, doing a lot of stuff with the Redskins uh, in my early days in northern Virginia and D.C., uh, but I always had a, a big interest in being involved in NASCAR. And when I had an opportunity to move to Charlotte uh, to work for a local station there, it just so happened that the guy I replaced basically handled all their motorsport stuff. So uh, the guy that hired me, Paul Cameron, a uh, great friend, still talk to him every once in a while. Uh, he was on Channel uh, 3 for years. Sure was, yeah, and he hired me. Uh, I, I remember I him. The only mistake... Yeah, I said, Paul, only mistake you ever made in your career hired me. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, so, but he said, you know, do you, do you mind covering much? I said, do I mind? Shoot, we're in Charlotte, and you want me to handle our motorsports? Heck, yeah. I'm mean, <laughs> 100%. And then um, I, I got a call one day, and I actually, honestly, guys, I thought it was a friend of mine messing with me. Uh, they said, hey, would you like to host a, uh, a, a NASCAR show for the Fox Network? And I thought I thought it was a joke, honestly. <laughs> you know, why are you calling me? <laughs> and, uh, the, the, the rest was history. After that, we're we're supposed to do our little cable show for 13 weeks, and then go our separate ways. That was the only agreement that Fox had made with NASCAR that said we'll put a we'll put a show on the cable network. Uh, we'll give you 13 weeks, and then we'll figure out where we're going to go after that. And uh, 18 years later, I decided to move on to different areas. So. 13 weeks turned into 18 years. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I tell you what, we all have enjoyed your work over the years. And um, so now that you're, uh, you've got your serious um, XM radio show, uh, yep. do you have any plans to go back on television? Or are you on well, television this, some other uh, some way that I'm not aware of? Well, it's, uh, it's, yeah, that's a yes and no answer. <laughs> Uh, we started last year at uh, at Worldwide Technology. Curtis uh, Curtis Francois and Chris Blair uh, called me and Kenny Wallace and asked us to do a revival of the Race Day Show. And so we did it, but it wasn't broadcast anywhere. And people were asking us left and right, where can we see this thing? So Marcus Smith at SMI always had wanted to do this. And so when we got to Bristol this year, we did a Race Day revival show. And except they streamed it, which is, you know, again, something that's a little, for 
somebody my age, I don't quite understand and get it, but apparently that's the wave of the future is this streaming thing. So people mm-hmm. were able to watch us. So, yeah, again, technically we were on television, except it wasn't on a TV. It was on a streaming platform, which you can apparently put on your TV, yeah. uh, which is a little, bo- again, above my technical uh, ability. But so we streamed race day, and we just did another one from Worldwide Technology, and we got five more this year. So, yeah, technically we still are on TV. <laughs> well, that's great. And I know that I've, uh, I'm, I'm so old school, I used to believe that uh, – you know, if it wasn't terrestrial radio, uh, it didn't count. But boy, was yeah. I wrong! Now that we've uh, we we're streaming live around the world right now. When when my son was in the Marine Corps, he'd listen to us, listen to this show over in uh, Okinawa, and uh, and yep, we, that's cool. And that's we got a a podcast, and you know, and all this stuff that I don't understand how we do it. But um, yeah, it, <laughs> there's a lot going on out there that I I can't explain, it and I'm a part of. Yeah, and also, guys, one of the things that happened, and, uh, you know, um, a lot of people I always have to be very, very careful, you know, uh, about having any type of sour grapes about anything. Uh, but when we were doing Speed Channel, it was the fastest-growing cable network uh, in America. I loved it. It started out, uh, it, so many people did. So, so uh, Fox wanted to have... Uh, a sports network to rival ESPN, which was all fine and dandy, but they were doing it at the expense of the race fans. And I, I guess, guys, maybe it got me in a little bit of trouble, but I, I spoke up at the time. I said, guys, you know, you're going to get a lot of blowback and a lot of pushback from the race fans of the world. Uh, and, and also, I was a little partial to it because I was fortunate enough to host the first ever show on Speed Channel and the last wow. ever show. Uh, on Speed Channel, so it was really near and dear to my heart. So when they did away with it, I felt as if it was a mistake. And now that when you hear from the NASCAR television partners, that's one of the first things you ever hear from somebody is, man, that was a huge mistake uh, to get rid of Speed Channel and the Speed Channel presence at the racetrack. But it was the it was the executives at Fox that were writing a four billion dollar check with the fee mm. uh to have rights to broadcast nascar so it's their ball game right it's their it's their option to do what they want with the broadcasting i felt they were making a mistake at the time but it wasn't my call and i was fortunate enough to work then for fox sports for two more years uh, for fox sports one uh on the nascar coverage but uh it really i feel as if it, it hurt the sport I feel as if it alienated some race fans, and again, personally, I enjoyed it so much, and it was such a big part of my life uh, that it was it was sad for me to see it go. We're talking to John Roberts from uh, Sirius XM Radio. You know what I loved on Speed Channel was uh, Bruce Dern doing the Lost Drive-In. Oh man, that was great! I loved and, it. Uh, man, there were so many different shows. He'd sit there with that uh, box, oh, and they had bras and underwear and all sorts of <laughs> things, all sorts of things in it. And they'd show a really occult movie or a racing movie or or whatever. But that was that was like one of the highlights of my week back in those days. Yeah, there was a lot of things uh, about speed that was that was fantastic. But I think the I think the two things about it was the opportunity because nowadays what happens 
I'm like, take a guy like Kyle Larson. You know, th- this is a, a wonderfully intelligent, great race car driver, a, a great interview, and a real interesting story. But what can you do when you're just simply broadcasting a race? Uh, you go up to Kyle Larson and say, hey, man, how's your car? Oh, it's great. Uh, we hope to win today. Okay, great. That's your end of your, your Kyle Larson interview. And then after the race, hey, how'd you run today? Hey, well, we ran great. You know, happy for uh, God, Goodyear, and Gatorade. And uh, then you go away. Uh, we had a 90-minute show before the race that we could spend six minutes or, or even more uh, with Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, Tony Stewart, all these fabulous personalities. Uh, that now I just simply, I don't believe you get anymore. Yeah. I tell you, speaking of Kyle Larson, I thought it was interesting because I love Indianapolis, and I watched a whole lot of that coverage, uh, even um, even on the when they were streaming during the week on um, Peacock. And, uh, boy, they are so looking forward at Indianapolis to getting Kyle Larson up there next year. Oh, man, that's going to that's gonna be a huge thing. That uh, That double duty thing, I know how people said, well, it was kind of a novelty, and, and now it's just not going to happen again. And now that it's happening again, I think, you know, I, I hate to go back to any of the old cliches, but I really believe in the old one that that rising tide raises all ships. Uh, when you cross over from sport to sport, and I think there's a tremendous value in combining these things. You know, when we go to New Hampshire, there's that modified race. Yep. And some of the, you know, the, uh, the NASCAR guys, Ryan Newman used to always run in that, Corey LaJoy. And then you get some of those guys that might put together an effort and try to make uh, the Xfinity race or even the Cup race. When you cross over between racing disciplines, you find out that a lot of Americans are simply race fans. Uh, they're not NASCAR fans, they're not Indy fans, but they're racing fans uh, because it's a pretty important part of our society. I love it when drivers cross over and try different disciplines. Uh... I know sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes uh, you find somebody like A.J. Ford or Mario Andre that, that can win anywhere, and then you get a champion like Dario Franchitti who tried NASCAR and didn't do a thing. I saw this week where uh, I can't pronounce his first name, but Kobayashi, who is a great, yeah. uh, Indi- uh, not Indy, but a IMSA driver or, or a sports car driver, is going to run a race uh, for uh, 2311 with uh, yeah. and I, I'm I'm yeah. thrilled with that because uh, he's a yeah, he, Kama, he, he can push the button. Kamasui, I've been practicing, practicing it. Well, Kama I need Sui, Kobayashi. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Kobayashi. I figured that out. Uh, yeah, that's the important part. That's yeah. the important part. But uh, yeah, I, I I love it when the drivers do that. You know, I'm, you've got me sitting here thinking about speed and speed channel, and and I used to record a whole bunch of stuff on Beta and uh, and VHS. <laughs> I've got yeah. I've, I've got tons of beta and I got nothing to play them on, but um, wind tunnel was that was on speed right? Sure was. Yeah, that was a great show. I look forward to that every Sunday night. So uh, I was uh, I was caught red-handed one time uh, doing my Dave Despain impersonation. I did not know that Dave was standing in the control room, <laughs> and uh, I started re- reading a script in in my Dave Despain voice. What you know is Dave Strain, and uh, he caught me red-handed, and he was not amused. <laughs> yeah, uh, he. Uh, uh, I, I, I was mad at him for years when um, was Brett Bodine won at one at uh, North Wilkesboro one time, and and they had, ran the race on Monday, 
and they were going to show it. And uh, Days of the Spain had a, a daily show that came on about, and it came on right before they were going to show that race. And he told us who who was going to win it, and I, I was <laughs> I was upset. He he said, and uh, stay tuned for uh, Brett Bodine's first win coming up on uh, whatever it was. And I was like, ah, well, thanks. Now I don't have to watch it. <laughs> but uh, hey, John, I appreciate so much. Let me tell you, you fall into the Jeff Bodine category. Because we had Jeff Bodine on uh, earlier this year, and he didn't hear uh-huh. the phone. He didn't hear the phone when I called because he was vacuuming. <laughs> yeah, but he called us back, well, and we had a great interview. And I appreciate you doing the same thing. Yeah, I was uh, I, I was sweating over a belt sander at the time. So <laughs> <laughs> trying to have an Well, that's a little more hey, manly than vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, always a pleasure, and keep up the good work, and I hope to talk to you guys very soon. Thank you, John. We hope to uh, hope to take you up on that. Thank you very much. All right. Good deal, guys. Thank right, you. Bye. Uh, John Roberts. Uh, great guy. Great guy. Thank you, Greg. Got us a good one there. Uh, take, boy, take back all the bad things we were thinking. <laughs> I was thinking the bad things about uh, not so much about him, but just the all the screwy things that have happened on this show today. But I tell you what, let's take our last break. And now I'm down to about 11 or 12 minutes of show left. I think I got enough material to cover. Oh, we can work on that. But now my voice will go out. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Career Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue, lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting clients' needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing services and solutions tailored to fit your unique needs and preferences to help clients reach their personal and business goals. When you're seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. 
or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The BMW Charity Pro-Am presented by TD Cinex has been a staple of the Upstate community for more than two decades. The BMW Charity Pro-Am brings the Upstate a fun and entertaining week centered around professional athletes and world-renowned celebrities and raises money and awareness for South Carolina charities. Tournament week this year is June 5th through 11th and includes golf clinics, concerts, a sustainability luncheon at Bon Secours Wellness Arena, a ladies' luncheon and golf clinic at Carolina Country Club and Chapman Cultural Center, the BMW Charity Pro-Am June 8th through 11th at Carolina Country Club and the Thornblade Club. The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Oh, yeah. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Finding something delicious to match my mood can be a challenge, but McDonald's kills it every single time. Like when I need something with a little oomph, that's when I reach for a classic and melty McDouble. When I want something with a little mmm, that's when I go for a crispy and juicy McChicken. And with Mix and Match, I can get two faves for just $3.49, like a McDouble with a McChicken or small fries. And now, my mood calls for a little oomph and mmm. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to the last segment of Start Your Engines on, uh, I guess it's still beautiful out there. I hope so. I don't see how it could get messed up. I didn't even see any clouds coming in, but I tell you what, it was, uh, um, It was getting kind of cloudy in here for a while. Well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> where I was going. I was going to say it's as clear and beautiful as it is outside. Uh, this, this show has been a disjointed mess pretty much. What, but, uh, Mike Hill and, and John Roberts came to the rest rescue both of them well i can't wait to hear it monday uh when i'm at work because that's when i always listen to the podcast and uh let me thank lanny while i'm at it lanny uh does our podcast and ha- will probably have it out there by the end of the day and he maintains the budmore engineering website and our start your engines website which i keep saying i got to get out there and get on it but there's just too, a lot going on right now and i haven't been able to and hey, according to my telephone it's in Spartanburg, it's 78 and mostly sunny. Well, that sounds good. So, uh, anyway, I think tomorrow we got some rain coming in. I haven't uh, looked that far ahead. Okay. Yeah, it, okay, I see it now. Don't, don't, don't look into the future. Just uh, live for the moment. 
Let's talk about a couple of more series that uh, we haven't touched on yet. See if I can stretch this out for six minutes and 40 seconds. But uh, they ran the Detroit Grand Prix last week for Indy. I don't know if you watched any of that. I missed it. It used to be at Belle Isle, and, uh, but they went back to downtown Detroit. And they had, well, I hate to miss that because I love those races. Well, they had the longest straightaway in IndyCar racing. They had a straightaway that was seven-tenths of a mile long, and I think uh, Indianapolis is only five-eighths of a mile long. That's a fur piece. It's a long, long distance, but the track was very uneven. It reminded me a lot of Sebring, and the cars were bouncing all over the place. But um, Alex Pelot led almost all of it. 74 of uh, of the uh, of the laps and he um, I'm sorry he led uh, yeah he led 74 laps it was a 100 lap race and Alex Blow was the winner second was Will Power third Felix Rosenquist fourth Scott Dixon fifth Alexander Rossi sixth Kyle Kirkwood seventh Scott McLaughlin eighth Marcus Armstrong ninth is Marcus Erickson and 10th Indianapolis 500 winner Joseph Newgarden. Marcus Armstrong uh, doesn't run the ovals. He is only running the uh, the road courses for Chip Ganassi, and he's a good road course driver. They didn't even attempt at Indianapolis, so uh, he slipped in there and got him a top 10 finish. Looking on down the line, Graham Rahal, who had such a sketchy time in Indianapolis this year, he uh, had a horrible race at Detroit and crashed early, as did Callum Eilat and Patricio O'Ward on the first lap. O'Ward did make some other laps, but Eilat was out early. So, uh, it was nice to see them screaming between the, along the, the riverfront, the Detroit River, and, uh, and between all the big buildings and everything. And you know what? They didn't charge any admission. Really? You could just show up and sit up in, I, I think they had some areas you could pay uh, but they didn't really have grandstands. They opened up the parking garages, and vendors were on the top of the garages, you know, cooking hot dogs right. and things, and it was it was cool. like the way they did that. That would have been cool. Uh, points after uh, Detroit. Alex Pelot was first. Marcus Erickson second. Joseph Newgarden third. Scott Dixon fourth. Patricio O'Ward fifth. Scott, uh, <laughs> Alexander Rossi sixth. Scott McLaughlin seventh. Will Power, 8th, Colton Hareton, ninth, and Felix Rosenquist, 10th. And uh, they will run, they're taking a week off, and they will run next weekend at the San Cio Grand Prix of Road America, Port Sesson, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And that will be at noon on USA. And that will be next Sunday, not tomorrow. The Sunday after tomorrow. Formula One gets just more boring by the race. Red Bull won it again, mm-hmm. so the score now is Max Verstappen five wins, Sergio Perez two wins, and none for any other make or, or sponsor except Red Bull, which is kind of boring. It is. <coughs> is Red Bull throwing that much more money to it, or is something it, going on? Well, maybe both. Something's definitely going on. I can't believe that their technology is so... So bad that uh, I mean Lewis Hamilton even admits that everybody else is racing for second or third actually because the Red Bulls are finishing first and second, but they didn't at Montreal at uh, at uh, that was the Grand Prix of Spain at Catalonia. Max Verstappen, as I said, won it. 
And uh, that's a Honda. You want to know what's winning all the Grand Prix races? It's a Honda. Second is Lewis Hamilton. Third is George Russell, Lewis's uh, teammate. Fourth is Sergio Perez. Fifth, Carlos Sainz. Sixth, Lance Stroll. Seventh, Fernando Alonso. Eighth, Chris, um, Esteban Ocon. Ninth, Ganyu Zhu, the Chinese driver. Good to see him up there. And tenth is Pierre Gasly. Uh, the Formula One point standings, as you might imagine, is a runaway right now. Vert Max Verstappen has a 53-point lead which is practically uh, uh, insurmountable. His uh, teammate is second, Sergio Perez. Third is Fernando Alonso. Fourth, Lewis Hamilton. Fifth, George Russell. And we can stop it right there. Uh, on down the line in the results uh, from Catalonia, Logan Sargent, the American, finished dead last where he started in 20th and uh, was a lap behind it to finish. And Kevin Magnuson. And the uh, Ferrari from Charlotte was 18th. And 15th was uh, Nico Hulkenberg and the other Charlotte Ferrari. That's Haas. So uh, they will race next. They don't race this week. They're off. They will be racing next week at Montreal, the Grand Prix of Canada. So uh, look forward to that. Maybe. I don't know. Not much to look forward to when the same two cars win every week. TV this week, or, or this weekend, as I said several times, Le Mans is on uh, Motor Trend Channel 82 on uh, Charter Cable. It started at 9 o'clock this morning and will go off at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. In the meantime, at 2 p.m., Xfinity uh, practice on FSN, FS2 from Sonoma. Uh, Xfinity qualifying at 3 o'clock. At 5 o'clock, Winston Cup practice and qualifying. All of that on FS1 uh, or 2. Did you say Sonoma. Winston Cup? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in the past. Uh, the, the Xfinity race will be tonight at 8 o'clock on FS1. Tomorrow, Le Mans will still be going on, and the cup race is at 3.30 from Sonoma on Fox. 29 seconds to go, Ronnie. Great. How's your daughter or your granddaughter doing? Uh, she's doing real well. She had a AAU meet last week, has another one in two weeks, and hopefully to qualify for the Junior Olympics. That would be great. Where, yeah. Where's the Junior Olympics? Des Moines, Iowa. I've been there. Me too. <laughs> well, Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope she makes it. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, that's a welcome bit of music right there because this show is done. <laughs> and this is one that might be forgettable, but the, the guests were great. But, uh, Natalie, we're not coming. The rest of you keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports. Bird LLC. All rights reserved. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg.